Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hi, guys. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Jillian. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, how are you? Great. It's been a great week. That it has. Yeah. Guess what was last week, though? Like, last weekend's. Mm, I know the answer to this. I know. It's going to be in our What We're Buzzing About this week. Right. Passion Con. Passion Con. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, and we didn't know this for quite a while, but Mm -hmm. uh, I think because of COVID and stuff like that, but they have, like, a retreat convention whatever you want to call it and it's passion flicks and they bring on the actors and the authors and the people that help make the movies and the series possible um and like the fans and you all get together and i think there was like a pajama like red carpet party it's a pretty big deal yeah also it's all i think our goal is to go next year we really want to go we do i was in california yeah uh, and all the pictures, they posted so much stuff and it looks so good. It looks like so much fun. I know. Yeah. They even had these little um, awards. Mm-hmm. So we wrote down some of them. Yeah. We totally agreed with like everything they put out there. Um, but they had a best sibling in a movie or series award and it was Dirty Sexy Saint Mason Kincaid. As you remember, we loved him. Yes. Because we did a Dirty Sexy yes. Saint episode. Uh, go check that back out. Uh, there was also Best Kiss, which went to Gabriel's Inferno, Gabriel and Julia. No. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. It's out of all the Passion Flix movies, no. all the series that are out there, all the quickies, was Gabriel's Inferno my favorite kiss? No. It wasn't even up in my top five. And also, I don't even like the the girl, not the actress, but the Julia, the, Julia, the girl in the series, drives me fucking bonkers i literally could not watch her yeah that's just too much that's just too i don't know i mean i like gabriel i like the actor they get for gabriel like perfect could watch him yeah anything um but i don't really care for gabriel even though he is a dick and in the first section like the first part of the series i was down because he was a great dick yeah like you yeah um, but then he gets, like, all sweet and ridiculous, and you're like, ugh. Well, they, like, talk in fucking Shakespearean, like, poems and shit, yeah. and I'm like, I don't, I'm not understanding this. Like, no. I, you're an orchard apple, I don't fucking know, but, like, can we get out of the Shakespearean time? Yeah. I, it was, I just couldn't relate. I couldn't relate, I didn't connect. Yeah. I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't love it either. It's not my favorite, but again, Gabriel. Yeah. Um, our girl Jody Ellen Malthus, she won the Passion Flix Quickie, which is called Same Time Next Year. Mm-hmm. Um, when that actually has Tyler Johnson in it, who's one of our favorites. I've not watched it. I cannot believe that. I for sure will probably I, watch it I when we're done recording you this. Have, though. You just don't remember. But Maybe. When you see it, you're gonna be like, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because Tyler Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
the what I think who won the most out of all the awards that are on there is what we're actually going to be talking about today, which is the Driven series by Kay Bromberg. So this is a book series, but this is also a series that we're now on our third series that Passion Flicks has done. Mm-hmm. So for the um, the Driven series, the awards that they won. The Best Friend Award was won by Hattie, which totally agree with. Love her. Love her. She's one of my, hands down, one yes. of my favorite best friend characters. Yeah. Love her. And the actress. Amazing job. Best Romance. Uh, yep. Totally agree. Uh, favorite Couple. Okay. Yep. To date, yeah. I'm going to say yeah. yeah. I mean, that'll change when this man comes yeah. out, but you know. Yeah. Uh, leading Lady. Yep. I agree. I agree. Favorite Original Passion Flicks series. Duh. Agreed. Duh. Yep. Uh, in heartbreaking moment when Colton has a car accident. I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Really I can't see- think of any other heartbreaking moments. Right. So, like, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we said, we are on season three now in Passion Flicks, and this is the first time they've done this. And I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know if I like you I'm guys mad for about this it. right now. But they didn't release season three altogether, so you could just binge that bitch. It's one episode per week coming out every Saturday. And I think it's six in total. Um, and we've only had one yeah. so far. And if you've read the books and you're following along with the series on passion flicks, then you know, you're going to open up to Colton recovering from the car accident yeah, or the, you know, his race car accident. So you knew it was going to be a little emotional. You knew it was going to have some heartbreaking moments. You knew it was going to be like, you know, no one's going to be naked because he's, I was be bored. Like, yeah. Uh, I was super bored too. I was like, oh man, is that it? They should have at least dropped the first two together because you didn't get much in the first one. Well, I agree with that. And two, I also felt like they dragged it out. Like the first part of the episode, like I get it's a big deal. It's a big portion of the book, but it could have been half the episode. Like, can we get it moving? Right. I'm bored. Right. So I don't know. I was not happy about it. And honestly, I probably won't watch it now until they're all out yeah yeah which is unfortunate yeah but i agree i agree because i just want more i don't want to watch it week by week and then spend the whole week seething yeah oh my god can we get to this moment or you know whatever i think they did it because all right so it's six episodes so that's six weeks i feel like they're trying to fill space in between this and this man like when it releases like a little bit of space i don't know what's coming out in between that time but i think they did it so that they're they stay relevant with like new things coming out yeah i don't know yeah i get that i mean well as of right now it's still up in the air if we're gonna get this man in december because they've had to replace the character you know the actor that was playing ava um and from what i understand is that they have a very limited amount of time to find her and start filming again or that December date's going to be pushed automatically yeah. to like Valentine's Day. Yeah. So I don't know, but they've been very hush hush about it. And oh. I think the actor that's playing Jesse, he was supposed to go to Passion Con, and maybe he has, and I'm just missing it. But I didn't see him Me in either. the pictures, or maybe I did and didn't recognize, you know, whatever. But yeah, I didn't hear much about this man from the Passion Con social stuff. I wonder if they're just kind of keeping quiet about it because they don't know. If they were smart, they'd be filming now, like, the things that just have to do with Jesse and the other characters and waiting to do all of the Ava scenes after the fact. Yeah. So maybe that's why he wasn't there. Maybe he was. I mean, I know Tosca was there, but right. maybe they did filming or something because they don't want to be behind. 
I got nothing. I don't know. But yeah. driven. Yeah. Okay. So book we'll do a little bit like what we did with Dirty Sexy Saints. So we've got the books that we've read mm -hmm. and we've got the movies or series yeah. that are out. So what do you think? If you I mean, does this follow along for you like Dirty Sexy Saint did, where you feel like it's very close? I feel like yes, in general, I would say, but I do feel like the nature of the story of Riley and Colton is everything is very detailed in the books. Uh, just because there's always a lot going on. There's a lot of emotions at play. So I feel like you missed a little bit in the in the series, but I mean, to be expected, right. you always lose something when you have, you know, I mean, there are like 40 minute episodes. Right. So did it stick to the storyline? Yes. But I liked the books a little bit better just because I had more detail. Yeah. Well, I think too, like, not just that Colton, the character of Colton Donovan, that he is everything that you imagine a race car yeah. driver that's hot as fuck would act. Yeah. So he's entitled and he's arrogant and all of the great alpha asshole yeah. things. But something in the books that really came across is that not that he's not just like a big whoring fucking playboy, but that he also flips his script and gets real angry and real like emotional yeah. real fast. I mean, she could just say anything and he could take it the wrong way and right. flip on her ass and be cruel and mean. Yeah. And somehow I got off on that. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, I feel like, especially in the first season of Driven, you didn't see that from him as much until the very end. Mm -hmm where it was mostly put out there that he doesn't commit and he's a playboy right. and he's going to be on page six with a different girl on a different night and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like you lost that in the series, mm -hmm. but then when Michael Rourke picked it up in season two, his facial expressions about when he gets pissed, yeah. he didn't even have to say anything. And you right. like, can you please close those crazy right. eyes? Cause he yeah. can make crazy yeah. eyes. Yeah. I don't know. There was I feel like in the book, there was this thing where like they'd pick songs for each other mm -hmm. and they didn't do that uh in the movie right um i'm gonna call it a movie even though it's a tv series that's what's gonna happen yeah. um but i also kind of felt like so she calls him ace mm -hmm. um ace as in like an acronym for something right uh which you don't really know no but throughout the entire uh book series He's constantly trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And he only does it a couple times in the movie. Right. But I liked, like, I liked the constant, like, guess, all the things that would come up. So, I don't know. I missed that in the TV movie, whatever. Yeah. He could have been, I think he's he was so intense the majority of the time yeah. that you forget that there is a great playful yeah. aspect to Colton. Um, and that, that is what's missing. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Well, we don't know what's going to happen now because, right. you know, he's up from the coma. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's going to be a dick for a long time and they're going to argue back and forth mm -hmm. and he's not going to be good enough for her, And he's going to be remembering that he told her that he raced her and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Because remember, if you read these books and you're watching yeah. these things, he can't say, I love you. Right. But at the end of book two or series mm -hmm. two, what you're getting is I can say I, I race you. Right. Cause he loves racing. It's equivalent. Yeah. But I, I don't know. So Riley is like, 
I don't know, the girl next door, the Mm -hmm. good girl, all of her decisions are based on, you know, she, her job, which is, she runs this corporate for caring, uh, where she takes care of what orphaned orphan boys, orphan boys and mm-hmm. she cares for them. And, um, so she's just, you know, everything that you'd think a good girl, girl next door would be, that is what she is. Right. Uh, it annoyed me a little bit in the book, but it also didn't annoy me in the movie. I don't know if it's because it wasn't as detailed or they didn't touch on it as much, but, uh, I don't know. I got tired in the book of him saying that she was too good for him. Right. Like, I get it. Like, you think that you're so dark and all these horrible things have happened to you because spoiler alert, like something horrible happened to him when he was a kid. Right. And her. And her. Yeah. And it's still affecting them both. Yeah. So they still have that baggage between them and they, she, he knows about her baggage, but she doesn't know about his. Right. And he's not come with the truth. Right. For any of that. So we know as readers, like we can piece together what happened to him. And I think they do a really good job of it in the the series. I agree with that. Like the flashbacks and, Mm -hmm. um, do you ever feel like when we read some of these books, uh, that people hold on to their past too long? Now I, I say that because I don't come, me personally, I had a wonderful childhood. I don't have a lot of like baggage shit from when I was young Mm -hmm. and I don't know what that life is. But I feel like at some point when you're in your like late 20s, mid 30s, and you're like living life and you're doing like things that you love, like, can we like move forth? You have a great life now. Do you feel like that? Like for Colton, like he has parents that love him. He has a sister. He has a job that he loves. That he's passionate about. He meets this woman. And then all of a sudden you're a piece of shit because your past is horrible. I don't know. I don't know. I think for him, did he use his past as an excuse? Like a crutch. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he did. Like, these are exceptional characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it was that happened to them that's all fucked up, they didn't ever deal with it. So they're still fucked up. Yeah. And so then they're going to treat their other relationships all fucked up. Or for somebody like Colton, it's the first time that he even let himself have a relationship. So I think the deal with these books is that you've got the character, the woman, the female. This is the first time in your grown man adult life that you've stumbled across greatness Mm -hmm. or that instant zoom or the chemistry or whatever it is that you find that attracts you to your your two main characters together. Um, And, you know, somebody has to save somebody like that's the core of all of our romance novels. So. I get it, it, but in his case, it's just like you know that you needed help. Right. It's just extensive in his <laughs> yes. case. Yeah. So Well, yeah. He's a he's a very intense dude. Like yeah. we talked about flipping zero to sixty in like no time, where you could be they could be just like, I mean, almost in the middle of fucking or yeah. snuggling or whatever, and she says the wrong thing or he yeah. takes it the wrong way. And he's out. He like and, pops off. Yes. Yeah. And runs off at a mouth. So, and he's mean in the things he says. And she's over his shit. And especially in, so we haven't gotten this far, obviously, in the series yet for series three, but in book three, she's going to get over his ass. Cause you mm-hmm. can imagine. 
he's broken. His ego took a hit. He's had this race car accident. He's all fucked up recovering. He's at home. He doesn't want people hovering. He doesn't want people taking care of him. But Riley's there taking care of him. Right. And he's going to be a dick to her. Like, because he's just being an asshole. And she has snapped on his ass a couple of times and was like, listen. Right. Listen. You can run your mouth at me, and I know you don't mean these horrible things that right. you're going to say to me, but you're going to fucking stop saying them to me, or I'm going to rip your balls off. Right. And I loved her for me it. Me too. Me too. I, the doormat she, thing sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and she didn't take it. No. Nope. And honestly, she didn't really take it from the start of the series either. Right. She didn't really want anything to do with him because he was arrogant and entitled, and she's like, I don't have time for that in my life. Right. So he did have to essentially prove himself a little bit uh, for her to even imagine that something could be going on with them. Right. But I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, you know, when they meet in book one and he's trying to date her and she's like, just like you said, like, why would I even get myself wrapped up in all of this? I mean, he's hot and that's great. And the arrogance and the smirk, you know, it's kind of the cocky is cute. But she does take care of, like, other people. Like, she's shaping the youth of mm-hmm. America, you know, over here doing yep. important things. And he runs a car around a track real fast. Yeah. But, you know, I think the idea of the charity behind it, keeping them together, yeah. is really clever. It was clever, um, yes. I like how it was written. Yeah. Um, because you did feel as though she was a good person and her only flaw is Colton. Yeah. <laughs> like, I agree with that. Her yeah. only flaw it's the only thing causing her drama in her life, but she keeps coming back. Yeah, I agree with that. But it wasn't an annoying back and forth. It wasn't an annoying wishy-washy. I agree with that. Because we all know I hate wishy-washy. Some of the times that he would be like, I need a pit stop or I need a couple of days away from you. I would have just been like, rude. Well, also, rude. you've had like five. We're done with the pit stops. Yep. Like, grow the fuck up. Yep. You know, so I feel like she did give him too much leeway. Yeah. But not enough to annoy me. Yeah. Well, I liked it. I think this was in two book two. I liked it when she was like, grow the fuck up. We all have baggage. That's right. Like whatever's wrong with you. I'm sure it's fucking devastating. Yeah. But I'm a person too. And I've had my own yep. shit and you coming at me because you can't fuck handle your own feelings. Yeah. You're coming at me. Fuck you. Yeah. I loved that about her. Yep. She only takes shit for so long, but she will fall under yeah. like, the Colton charm in an instant. Yeah. He just has to say the right things. Truth. Or kiss her. Yeah. Or give her eyes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So let's talk about the side characters in this one. Do it. All right. So I'm going to start with Hattie, who is Riley's best friend. And I love her so much. I love the character. I love the actress that played her in the TV series. Just all around, like, ride or die, but also don't be crazy. Right. So I appreciate an honest, blunt friend, but also has your back all the time. And I feel like that's what Hattie embodied as a best friend. Yeah. So loved her, Mm -hmm. loved Beckett, who is Colton's best friend. Yep. Also loved the actor. He's hot. So hot. He knows his past, some of it. Mm -hmm. uh, And he is very upfront with Riley. Like, He's going to try and push you away, but just hold on. Yeah. So I really like that he had Colton's back, uh, but also blunt and honest and tells him to get his shit together. Yeah. 
And there is a point, they do all fly to Vegas, very last minute. And there is a point that Riley and Colton are not on the same page. And he pretty much shoves them in a room and he's like, you guys need to deal with your shit. Like, I'm done with this. Right. So always had their best interests at heart. Yeah. Well, and one time, like, before one of the races or something like that, he yells at them both because yeah. he's like, you've got to get out on the track tomorrow and go 100 billion miles an yeah. hour. Work your shit out. Stop fucking with each other's yeah. heads and let's do this yeah. thing. And I did like that about him because everything that you want out of your female character's best friend, yep. you get in Beckett. Yeah. Because he's he loves his best friend and he's like family, but he's not going to take a shit. He's not going to let Colton come at him. And right. he'll, he'll be the first one to throw a punch Yeah, and threatens to whoop his ass yeah. numerous times. Um, but he's very supportive of Riley, but he also tells Riley when she's fucking up. Yeah. And he has no shame about it. No. And I think it's in the books a little bit more than what you get in the series is the, the attraction that's between Hattie and Beckett. Agreed. Yeah. In the book, of course, we've read all of them. So mm -hmm. we've got to see as that is going along. But right. They're best friends. So they're there all the time together and they're kind of being thrown together. Mm -hmm. But in the books, obviously, there's a little bit more to it. Yeah. There's a lot of sexual attraction. There's a lot of banter that they have that we haven't quite seen that yeah. yet in the series. Yeah. Agreed. I hope we will. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about, of course, there's always an enemy. The monkey wrench. The monkey wrench. Her name is Tawny. Ugh. Honestly, the name alone grates on my nerves. I know. And let me just say very quickly, the actress that plays Tawny is amazing. Oh, she, she is being forced to play the world's largest cut She does bag. it so well. And she's so good at it. So Ugh. I do have zero hate for the actress because yes. she's beautiful and amazing yes. but my god toddy the character is a Ooh. fucking cunt yeah you hate her i hated her the second i saw her i was like i don't like her she's the worst yeah. um i did appreciate i feel like sometimes uh i feel like this happens a lot where there's like a woman in the in the man's life that isn't the main character woman right like a past friend or a family friend or ex-girlfriend or whatever right and they're like friends, but she does something to like the main character and the main characters like tells the man like, fuck this bitch. Like you need to do something about this. Right. And they forever and ever and ever like make all of these excuses and like, no, you know, blah, blah, blah. I feel like Colton like really put Tawny in her place fairly quickly. Yes. Uh, I don't think it, ha it happens like what mid second TV show, like the mid second season. Somewhere along through that. Uh, he puts her in her place, and I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. uh, so she's a monkey wrench, but not for very long. No. But the things that she says are to Riley, wild. like they have these run-ins every time Riley yeah. goes to the track or goes to the offices or, you know, something like that. And Colton, who didn't know at the time that yeah. Tawny was saying rude, mean fucking things to Riley. Yep. But this one thing, Tani was saying, you know, hey, we did all these things for your corporate caring, so the money should start rolling in. Yeah. And Riley has to bite it and be like, oh, well, thank you for all your help, because it is getting money yeah. for, shares, for her charity. And then Tani's like, well, if you can find any way to contribute, you just let me know. And I'm like, bitch! Eek. <laughs> what a bitch. Yeah. But Colton was there when she said that one right right but he doesn't pick no. up no 
yeah. normal man. I know. Anyway. And then there's like a party that he takes her to and Tawny lets it rip that Colton fucks his exes all the time. Yeah. And that they're all just waiting around and they're waiting for him to be yeah. done with her. And he, they're all going to be done with her because she's playing Jane and there's nothing special yeah. about her. And then, like, she looks around and realizes that she is at a party, literally, with all of his exes. Yeah. But did you notice that all of them were blonde? Yes. And then she is a brunette. Right. So, she's different. Yeah. And you can, it's very obvious at that point that she realizes she's different. She does try and run and be a little bitch about it, but he catches up with her. And then takes her to the garage. And then they have sex on the hood of his red sports car sports car ferrari maybe i don't know what's the name of the car sex yes it is <laughs> love it i know uh well then we should take our break so that we can come back and talk about the sex yes let's do that okay and we're back welcome back sex sex book sex and tv series sex well again the book is much more detailed yep but the chemistry between the characters in the TV series was really good. It is really good. And there was a change of character. Yes. I don't know how. Okay. So here's the thing. The first, the first series TV, mm-hmm. it was Casey Diedrich, which yeah. love him. Love him. Love, love, love. He fit Colton to me. Mm-hmm. His build, his face, his, how he said things, his voice was Colton. Yep. But then there was an issue with him and someone. I don't remember what it was. So for the second season, they switched to Mike Warwick. Now. Mm-hmm. Love him. Yep. I didn't picture him initially. And I'm talking about like while the trailer hit. I was like, oh, he just doesn't. I don't picture him as Colton. Right. But then... He sure was Colton, like, in the TV series. Mm-hmm. So while I hated they had to flip characters, and I wasn't initially excited about Michael Rourke's character, I did actually love him more than the original as the season two got moving. Right. I loved that they basically took the first few minutes, or the the, fir- the last few minutes yeah. of series one yep so the end of book one where there's an emotional crazy fucking argument yep. happening right well they filmed that with casey diedrich and then they refilmed it yeah. with michael Rourke. and to see michael b colton in that way yeah. right from the beginning i was like yep he can do it it was very smart it too. was the best thing they could yep. have done introducing a yeah. new actor to play the same character yeah i did feel like the chemistry was better with michael Rourke. i agree i do think that i agree so, good job on the casting for that. Yep. So. I mean, I, I think that if Casey would have stayed with it, he still would have done a yeah. good job. It still would have yeah. been an amazing series. Yes. So, I don't think I can pick, like, one actor over the other. I can just say, like, I really enjoy it. I mean, it's sad yeah. that Casey didn't get to finish it out, but what a fantastic yeah. job Michael Rourke is doing. And I love him. Yeah. Like I, you know, I think he should be in other passion flicks movies. Yep. Like he, he gets it. He's yep. getting exactly what it is that we are looking for in our alpha assholes. Yep. And he's doing a fantastic yes. fucking job. And he's hot. Yeah. Super hot. The casting on point. I mean, always on passion flicks. Always. Yeah. So uh, in general, the sex alone just, and we'll, we'll just, let's focus on book sex. Yeah. 
hot, detailed, clear, spicy, everything that you often, yes, often. And they have their moments of like soft, passionate, making love, whatever. But then they also have their fucking moments, which also hot. Yep. I'm more of a fucking sex. I like the mixture. I like the yeah. mixture of the two. I yeah. like being able to, you know, you have your soft moments yeah. and your whatever, and then you can just pound it right yeah. the fuck out. So, Which they do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very detailed. Yeah. The author does a fantastic fucking job yeah. with the series, with the details, with the writing, everything. Yep. Um, series sex. Great. 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 I mean, Olivia Applegate. Yep. I think, is it Applegate? Yeah. Okay. So that's Riley. Yes. Wonderful wonderful actress agreed she's very expressionate like mm-hmm. so you can just see everything on yeah. her face and her in her eyes as it's happening like you know when she's devastated you know when she's lusty yeah you love all these car- things about her and she's a fantastic body and she doesn't mind showing it yep. and she doesn't have any reservations about yeah. what she's allowing it to be shown because it's not porn that we're watching this right. is a passionate romantic sex scene between these two characters that we love and we want this to happen for them and they do so good at getting that all out there for you i really liked her yeah yep and the sex and he you know we said he was hot but you can see him naked he's hot yeah fantastic so one thing i didn't love so let's get into this Mm -hmm. um so there is a fourth book well actually there's technically five books so the first three books are um yep fueled and crashed right so then there's a fourth book called aced Mm -hmm. and then there's a fifth book off to the side called raced and that book is colton's point of view i don't care about colton's point of view so i didn't read it (laughs) but i did read aced which is book four okay um i don't want to get into too many spoilers but Book three had two epilogues and they were perfect. They tied up the series in a pretty pink bow. It was great. You got to figure out and know like what their future looked like. Done. Should have been done. Right. I don't know if she got bored or people like wanted a fourth book. I'm not quite sure, but fourth book aced read it hated it couldn't stand it ruined the series for me i don't get me wrong i still love the first three books Mm -hmm. but i do not understand the fourth book so essentially the fourth book is like the time between the end of the third book and the third book's first epilogue okay not the second epilogue but the first epilogue Honestly, I couldn't tell you because it was like how the two epilogues came to be. I don't get it. I don't get why we felt we needed it. I'm not, it's hard for me to totally describe it because I don't want to spoil the very end of the book for you guys, Mm -hmm. the third book, but uh, unnecessary drama, weird. There's like a sex tape situation but it's like of her and him and she like loses her shit about it for like 10 chapters and i'm like girl it's at least not with another chick right also you had sex in a parking garage on a hood of a car 
like I understand at the time you didn't think there were cameras, but girl, there were cameras. Consequences. Get move on. Like move the fuck on with it. Why are we, you know? So there's that. And then like just I hated Riley in this fourth book. Which is really as a reader that loved a character in a three book series, like you felt attached to them in a way, like you were, they were relatable and you really liked them to have the fourth book come along and it just destroyed all of the things you loved about that character. I hated it. Oh no. Like Colton was great. Yeah. He didn't really change, but I really did not like her in the fourth book. And I felt like the fourth book was unnecessary and it ruined like that pretty pink bow. So I wish almost that I wouldn't have read it because it didn't add to the story. I I got the epilogue. I don't need the details of how the epilogue came about. That's the point of an epilogue, right? Like 10 years later, five years later, whatever. It's to give you that closure. I don't need the details in between that. Right. It was ruined for me. I know. I wish I wouldn't have read it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the author. I just don't understand, like, the point of the book. Yeah. So. It was probably, like, fan-driven because we're horrible and we never let our authors well, alone. Well, <laughs> I would love to know if people read the fourth book and, like, what they thought about it because it ruined it for me. Yeah. So, if you're listening to this and you did read the fourth book, like, find us on Instagram or TikTok. And please tell us what you think about it, because I'm very curious if it was fan driven, like what the fans actually thought about it when it came out. I really, really want to know. Well, do you know if Passion Flicks then optioned book four? I don't know. I fucking hope not. Because otherwise, this is the end. Well, because they can't finish the third book if they're going to, because you'd be going like back in time. It would be weird. I don't know how they would do it as a TV series. It's almost like they'd have to like sneak the fourth book in before they ended the third book. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I guess it depends if they're not going to do the epilogue Mm -hmm. in the third book, then they, they would just continue on with the fourth book, but they'd have to totally skip the epilogue to do that. So I think they should just leave it alone. They should just do three or, you know, season yes. three, and then we'll have the epilogue at the end, and then just don't do yeah. book four. I really want to know how they're going to do book three and only six episodes. There's Ugh. so much that happens in book three. I know. I'm very curious, especially because the first episode was literally, like, six chapters. It barely touched anything. I know. I'm very curious to see. I hope it's not rushed, and I, like, skip a lot of things, mm-hmm. because book three is... It's full of a lot of stuff. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. I mean, there's almost like in the middle of the, of book three, like something huge happens and you still have more shit that happens after that. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little nervous about it just, or being six episodes, but I mean, last season wasn't six episodes. So, and they managed to do book two. Fine. I guess we'll see. We have trust. We have trust in passion flicks. They do their thing. Yes. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add about Driven, the series or the series? 
I don't think so. What's your dick score? Mm. You want to do book versus movie? Sure. Books, I would say. Oh, shit. No, I can't do. I can't separate them. I'm going to do four. Four dicks. Four out of five for everything. Same. Same for me. Mm. Although, add in that fourth book and it goes down. Yeah. So, first three books. Yep. Yes. Plus almost, well, 2.1. Right. (laughs) Two seasons and one episode is all we've viewed so far for season three. I'm sure that we will touch base um, throughout the rest of this and talk a little bit more about Driven and, and how the show is going. Yeah. What do we got coming up for next week? Oh, hello, Jody. Jody Ellen Malthus. Yep. So we are reading uh, her book, Gentleman's Sinner. Yeah. It's a good one. I love this book. Yep. I love Jody. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Yep. All right, guys. Have a great week. Goodbye. So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. (laughs) Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smuthive at outlook.com. We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.